Hey folks, it's us, podcasting wonderkins John Bishop and Lucas Southworth. Although this is a podcast about cars, it is not age-appropriate for the target demographic of these films, as we usually end up talking about the reproductive organs of Lightning McQueen. Alright, now let's take a look under the hood. Welcome to the Kachat, the only podcast brave enough to ask the question, hey, what's up with cars? I'm John Bishop, and congratulations, it's a boy. And I'm Lucas Southworth, and I'm that boy. Yep. Who's that boy? It's Jess. Yeah. It's just Lucas. <laughs> so, as you can probably tell from our very, very uh, understandable banter, yeah. we're doing an episode on Pregante. Yeah, that's what we're doing this week. I'm not even going to wait for you to ask. Also, you've already revealed it. It's about car pregnancy, because John's going to have a baby. And we thought, if we don't use this for content, what kind of content creators are we, you know? Mm-hmm. Precisely. And let me tell you, I know very little about pregnant and very little about baby. So... I'm going to I'm going to be leaning on my buddy John for a lot of this episode because I I got to imagine over the course of the last what 8 months or so has learned a lot about pregnant and baby hopefully. One surprising little factoid I'm going to share right now is that uh there's a surprising amount of stuff you don't need to know when having a baby. Yeah, no, I guess no one like quizzes you on it. No one makes sure about anything, yeah. It's it's a combination of a lot of things. One is that, of of course, uh, there's a lot of things that people aren't going to ask you, quiz you, and that may never come up. And then, two, there's also so many people will say things like, oh, you need this. Make sure you this. Uh, This is so important. And none of them are. (laughs) All of them are just like, oh, this is a thing that could be nice or a preference. And none of them are genuinely things you need, because if you genuinely need it, someone like a doctor will tell you about it, yeah. or hopefully you already know about it. Like, there apparently some people feel a need to say, hey, don't shake a baby. Okay. <laughs> Wasn't gonna. So, someone, okay, someone in the course of your pregnancy felt the need to remind you and your pregnant wife not to shake your baby once it's out of that un- out of Lizzie's tummy? Um, I don't know if they were being serious or joking, but I'm pretty sure I've had a conversation which someone said something along the lines of, now, even if this, don't shake the baby. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'd say, yep, you got it. Thank you for that. Yeah, I, I, I've... Obviously, I haven't been pregnant, uh, but I sure have seen a lot on the internet that you just get a lot of unsolicited advice during it, so I bet that's not fun. So, you want to talk about unsolicited? Let's talk about how many people have just touched my wife. 
Yeah. Yeah. So uh, one strange thing is that uh, people at work, her work, will do things where they're like, oh, may I touch your belly? And then they'll touch her belly if she says yes. And then one other person will be like, oh, you're pregnant. And then just immediately place the hand on the belly. Mm -mm. And uh, then the person who had asked would be polite and say something along the lines of, you know, I had a bad experience uh, when I was pregnant. So since then, I always ask because I don't want to make people uncomfortable. Yeah. To which the person who didn't ask responds, oh, I never ask. Man, there's oblivious and there has to be a worse word for whatever that is. Willfully <sighs> ignorant is what I'm going to say. For now, that. is my wife relatively okay with that person? Yes, of sure. course. Uh, is she relatively okay with the fact that it has happened and will happen again for the most part yes would it have been the better thing to do to ask of course always in every circumstance always mm -hmm. the like there are of course circumstances very very specific circumstances where it's not better to ask and those are pretty much if someone is dying and cannot answer they are few and far between if you're yep. not sure ask someone that's and the if, first thing. If you're not the best person to handle a situation, still ask. Yep. Yep, yep. All right. We should talk about cars. And one thing, I gotta assume uh, we should start with, do we think the cars can get pregnant? And then from there, we can go on either way, no matter what we decide, for the rest of the episode being like, what would it be like if they're pregnant, whether we think they can or not? But we should at least establish right from the get-go. Can the cars get pregnant? John, your thoughts here. Yes. Okay. Evidence? Uh, unnecessary. There are okay. children cars, meaning that, that is car evidence. growth and development is a thing. Uh, I don't need to know that as well as cars growing up, they had to have at some point been a baby. That was inside of a person. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, I, I think the biggest evidence, you're absolutely right, of some sort of birth mechanism as opposed to them being built is the evidence that we see small cars that then presumably grow into big cars. Because we've talked a little bit about uh, that maybe they're built and then they just transfer into bigger cars, whatever their biological squishy bit is. But... I think it makes more sense that the car grows with them. I don't know. <laughs> that doesn't make sense, but not nothing does about this franchise, and that's why we do a podcast about it. I oftentimes say external eggs, egg laying uh, for cars, and okay. I don't have any sort of reason for that other than I don't see where and how the car would give birth. So I do have a reason for it, I guess. Do you want to know someone who would almost certainly agree with you? Lizzie. Matthew Patrick. Matt Pat, okay. I, I'm sure you can get it from knowing the, that. The bugs thing. It's the bugs the thing? The bugs thing, yeah. Bugs do the eggs. Yeah, I always sort of thought of it more like there's a lot of animals lay eggs and then the male of the species will uh, fertilize them after the eggs have been laid. I think it's like sort of an amphibian type thing. Uh, amphibian or fish kind of thing for some reason that's what makes the most sense to me 
just because I don't know. I don't see how the cars could have sex. And that sort of gets me out of birth and sex with relative ease. And you know, I like that. Mm -hmm. I know you do. (laughs) But then there's the uncomfortable questions. Yeah. Where did egg come from? I always say exhaust pipe. And then you're like, no, for reasons. So Okay, but I feel like this for reason is probably a good one as that'd be a small egg. It would be a small egg, but you know, we don't know. We've never seen a truly like baby car. We've seen children. Uh, but I do agree that that's a little small. So Is maybe... what you're suggesting that perhaps uh, they do the tiny egg and then grow from absolutely minuscule size to be regular size car. I think that'd be very fun. I don't know that that's what I'm saying, though, because okay. let me let me do a quick uh, audit of a car in my mind to see if there's somewhere that an egg could come out that would be better. I mean, trunk, but not all cars got trunk. All cars got exhaust pretty much just from the bottom, I guess, is an option. Somewhere in the undercarriage, there's just an egg comes out. Yeah, I might be saying exhaust, but that's also where I say poop comes from. And I don't so like that. Your uh your explanation is a somewhat elementary explanation <laughs> yeah. of it all comes out one hole. Yeah, no, that's that's why I don't like it. All right. Yeah, but I'm I'm not gonna get better. So go ahead. And tell me, tell me where you, if they laid eggs, where do you think they'd come from, Johnny? If they laid eggs, uh, I think probably trunk would be a very good explanation. Yeah. Or of course, uh, <laughs> there could be a cloaca situation. Say that one more time. There could be a what situation? A cloaca situation. You're going to have to explain what that means to me. I don't know much about cloaca, but sure. there's... A specific bird-esque sex organ, <laughs> and it's just like a, a sack and a hole. And that's where egg come from? Either where egg come from, or maybe where egg stored? Hmm. I couldn't tell you. How do we feel about egg come out mouth? Uh, did I say that? Because I was thinking it earlier. Uh, no, you said trunk or cloaca. <laughs> okay, I was going to say uh, or mouth, but then I realized that cloaca is an option. I do like the idea that they just throw up their eggs because that's disgusting uh, in a way that fits for the cars for me. So I'm going to change mine from exhaust to mouth. Okay. Well, hey, you lying? How you doing? He barfs up an egg. What are you going to do, you know? Barf up an egg. Uh, that's that's what uh, lightning's going to do at the very least in this mm-hmm. scenario we've invented. Uh, so that's that's probably my theory. I'll, I'll go ahead and establish that I think car probably not pregnant, probably egg. But if car were pregnant, what's that like? And we can go from there. <laughs> All right. So a theory that I have discussed with Sarah. Sure. Was that perhaps uh, the body is built robots, the movie esque. Sure. And it's yeah. you have to construct the outer shell. And uh, I also mentioned that we already had the theory of shell and squishy bit. So mayhaps squishy bit is the only thing you're pregnant with. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. That would, yeah, that would just make a lot of sense. 
you just got to special order your clothing for your kid, which is their body. Fair enough. Okay. So they just got a squishy bit in there somewhere. And they just get a little mobility device for the squishy bit. Mm-hmm. Now, with all of the transportation items that we have for our child now, I can say that if we were to consolidate all of those into just one thing, that'd be nice. I can imagine, yeah, a car seat and stroller, etc., etc. Yep. We've got a combination car seat stroller. Ooh. But there's also, you know, uh, we've got like five different things for our baby to sleep in. Mm. And like those little baby carriers. Are they just called baby carriers? It uh, depends on the kind. Like, okay. that's a general term that applies. Cool. And then there right. we go. So, if we think about car be pregnant, yeah, we got to think about, all right, what's that mean for a person? Person be pregnant, what it do? Person get big. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, okay. One of the big things you focus on in regards to pregnancy uh, is like, Every now and then you'll get measured just to see if you are measuring on time. If you're growing, if you've got the right weight for the period, like if you're gaining enough weight every week. And if you are just physically large enough for this baby. Basically, it's uh, instead of measuring the baby, we're going to measure you, which is reasonable. Uh, I don't see there being much room for expansion Yeah. in regards to pregnancy. Yeah, that worries me. Okay. And I'll say another reason why egg might be better is where baby where baby go in there. Where where does the fetus live? Yeah, where do baby go where fetus live? <laughs> uh could be several answers. Mm-hmm. But generally speaking, I guess it would just be under car, we don't see it. <laughs> That's fair. Maybe they never explore this, but maybe like when you get pregnant as a car, you just eventually get like slight extensions or things built onto you. Yeah. Like, oh, look, uh, they have this addition or they used to be a smaller car. Now they're a bigger car just so they have more room. Yeah. You know what I was thinking? Uh, You know, those sort of like campers or RVs that aren't their own driving vehicle but just hook on to your car uh and some of them are very small Mm -hmm. i was thinking maybe you just get one of those and that's where baby is similar to egg yeah but it's more just there is an attachment you get and the attachment you get is where you have the baby you have a uterus attached (laughs) you gotta order your uterus, I guess. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, th- those have, like, hookups to the main car. Uh, specifically, I'm thinking ones to make the, like, blinkers and brake lights work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, th- I don't know, that could be how you're providing nutrients and whatnot for your baby in the camper behind you. <laughs> yeah. You just gotta connect the wires so that you can feed your baby. <laughs> so that the baby isn't abandoned uh <laughs> i like that yeah but i mean is is there another option does it have to be something like that yes 
there is another option or it has to be something like that. It has to be something like that. Okay, yeah, cuz Squishy Bit can't get bigger. It's in a rigid cart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't want to know what it would be like. Like I've seen what happens when you're growing a watermelon in a hard shape. It becomes like you can make cubic watermelon that way. I don't want a weird inside of a car shaped growth. And I get that it's going to eventually be a growth that's inside of a car, but like, I don't want it just to like be growing pipe shaped. Yeah. Cause well, I mean to, to live in this, this theory for longer than I think either of us want to, all we say about the biological parts constantly is squishy bit. Mm-hmm. Like we don't think it got bone in there. We don't think it's got like, anything rigid or or particularly like needs to be kept in a certain shape so like i don't like it but i think maybe the the mom's squishy bit just gets a little more squished for a while okay it could be an octopus-like situation where the squishy bit is just hyper adaptable and very like easy to squish. I mean, all uh, as I've said, all we do is call it a squishy bit. Mm-hmm. So like, it's not even going to be a problem. It's not going to forever be the shape of the few pipes it's in. No, it's it's just a squishy bit that is going to be poured out super easily. I think we can we can uh keep keep both in our minds, both the camper theory and the uh, it's in there, sorry <laughs> theory. Anyway, so the car is pregnant. Uh let's say let's say Lightning and Sally have finally decided to expand their little family. L- l- let's let's have this be our running metaphor throughout the entire episode, yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh Sally either is deeply uncomfortable inside her own skin right now, or has a has a camper behind her at all times. Both, honestly, both metaphors. I'm not going to speak for pregnant women. That's my goal. This entire episode is to never, at any point, come off as an expert or speaking for pregnant women. But I imagine those metaphors, from what I've heard, pregnancy feels like aren't too too inaccurate. Uh, from what I have witnessed and experienced, uh, it's just pain. Yeah. All like the best way you can describe it. If you're going to try and avoid the word pain is just discomfort. Yeah. And yeah, it's a lot. And I, I imagine both of our options would be pretty uncomfortable. Mm hmm. So we're one of which is just, you have a very large, heavy backpack at all times. The other one is more similar to pregnancy of, oh, look, there's something growing inside of you. <laughs> yeah, but you don't get to expand to accommodate it, which is <laughs> horrible. Uh, so so what, what's, our ne- what's our next step here, John? What, what, what happens? What happens when pregnant? All right, so you get pregnant, and one thing that is a first sign is that, okay, you started getting sick, and you're starting to feel weird. Okay. All right. A lot of that is, oh, you started throwing up in the middle of the night. What's up with that? How's a car go throw up, Lucas? 
I mean, they have mouth, so we're we're doing well so far. They have mouth, but a major component of their eating is not through their mouth. No, yeah, you're absolutely right. And as we like to point out, we see food often. Uh, not often. We see food every once in a while in the cars verse. Uh, like physical solid foods exist. But I would say what in what we see cars consume, they've got... I don't know, 70 to 80% at least liquid diet. Mm-hmm. And of, not you know. stuff you want to interact with any biology. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, like antifreeze and gasoline. Which I gotta imagine, just mixing all that, like, oil and antifreeze and wiper fluid and gas, I don't know that it would be volatile or harmful, but I don't think it'd be good to mix all that stuff together. True, and then you put in some uh, wasabi, and yeah, oh no, oh. So, so they throw up. Yep. I, I I think no matter where it goes in, like in their fuel tank or in through their mouth, it comes out of their mouth. Be- okay. Because they have like a physical mechanical apparatus to stop stuff coming out of their fuel tank, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think it's coming out of their mouth, again, mostly liquid, and it would smell bad, but in a different way. Okay. <laughs> Just in like how you go into like a mechanic shop and you're like, this smells heavily of car fluids and I don't love that. Fair enough. It's probably going to smell somewhat like my garage right now. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, so they throw up. I don't... Just thinking about a car throwing up is difficult. Think about a, a Disney Pixar car. Yeah. Still very difficult. Um, that's one of the big signs. And when you get that sign, you go get a test. Sure. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. Keep going. Now how how are they going to pee on the stick? Yeah, okay. It's going to have to be a bigger stick. Unless they get, like, Guido to help them out. After Sally has had some morning and night sickness... It's just got to be bigger. It's got to be, because that, that would be minuscule to a car. How could they even read it, pick it up, accurately pee on it? See, now you've brought up my biggest issue. It's not, how are they going to pee on it? Because we've seen cars, air quotes, pee themselves in cars, too, of course. Of course, in cars, too. <laughs> how are they going to pick it up? Yeah. How are they going to unwrap it? How are they going to put it in a cute little box to show their significant other? I, I get I get why that is a thing, but it is funny to think about that those have been peed on. I'm going to reveal some information about myself that sure. I guess doesn't look too kindly on me. My wife has given me a stick as a gift. This is like, ah, it's a cute little present, and it had pee on it. And my immediate response was, ew, you peed on this. How'd Lizzie feel about that? How would you describe Not good. it? Yeah, her reaction. I would, I would describe it as... The opposite of good. She felt rather bad about it, but not like guilty. Like, come on, man. (laughs) Understandable. Now, when I said this, I was, of course, happy. Yeah. And making a joke, mostly. Yeah. However, before this happened, I did say, hey, you can just tell me I'd rather not have a peed on stick. (laughs) Fair enough. Okay. It's got to be bigger. 
Do you agree that it has to be? It's got to be bigger. Okay. If, if it's like, okay, it's hard enough to like for a lot of people, like one big complaint is, oh, you can't even see the symbols. And if your eye is the size of a dinner plate and the stick is the same size as a normal pregnancy test, you're not going to see it. I'm thinking, and this is too big, so we should go below this. But my first thought was like surfboard size, and that's too big. That is too big. Yeah. It's got to be able to fit inside of a trash can. Yeah. Longboard or skateboard, maybe? I would say probably not bigger than one of the small skateboards. Sure. Okay. I could live with that. And honestly, it having wheels, that would would make it an animal. No, it can't have wheels. (laughs) See, I don't want it to be one of those skateboards no i know i was just, just that size no I, I i was just going down that road and then i was immediately turned back but uh so they got a stick they just put it down there and purposely leak fluids onto it from their undercarriage mm-hmm. and then they wait a minute and a symbol will appear and then they find out they're pregnant all right so we're through that stage of pregnancy what do you do from there? Good question. One that you schedule you some answer. doctor's appointments. Yep. And you generally try and eat healthy and not do other things that are bad. Okay. So let's see. Hopefully you'll take some prenatal vitamins. Hopefully you were already taking them. But if yeah. you're not taking them now is good. I know it, it says prenatal. And as a person who should know what that means, I don't. I guess prenatal is up until the baby's born. Yeah. Who knows? I'm I'm pretty sure that's just because I watch doctor shows sometimes. I All yeah. right, so you take your vitamins. What's the vitamin for a car? Yeah, I, I wanted to get into the healthy diet, the things you're not supposed to eat or drink while you're pregnant, stuff like that. That's an interesting road for mm-hmm. me. Because it's got to be a lot of iron. Yeah, yeah. Well, you did say... Aluminum. Well, yes, that... Uh, but you did say that maybe they just buy the exoskeleton. So do we mm-hmm. think that they would need the metals, the heavy metals? Well, for the squishy bit, it's going to be, I don't know how to say this in a not incredibly disturbing fashion. Sure. Uh, people are made up of different components like bones and muscle and fatty tissue and blood. And I have to imagine that if you are just a massive squishy bit that you're gonna mostly be like the fatty tissue the maybe some kind of muscle but i imagine it's mostly going to be fluid which means it might be a lot of blood which of course would mean a lot of iron yeah yeah it'd be easy to be anemic yep uh with that much blood and whatnot yeah i'd I'd say you lose the skeleton, you lose the skin, you lose most of the muscle, and it's mostly just sort of a nervous system, including a brain, and uh, things to keep that running, I guess. <laughs> it's mostly a brain, I guess. Mm-hmm. It could be a Kirby, you know, a single-celled organism, as also explained by good old Matthew Patrick. Hmm. I've never thought of it as just mostly a brain, because, like, what else would you need? Mm-hmm. I mean... If you think of it as like an octopus, it's not necessarily mostly brain, but also it is completely brain because I'm pretty sure their brain is their entire body. 
but also there like is that weird ability to move your tentacles and everything else so it would be completely and also everything else it's yeah, just a weird pinkish mass because I imagine, how I've always imagined it work, it's not like there's a squishy bit in there pulling levers and pushing buttons. Ev- everything about the car is fully thought controlled. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it like, t- for all intents and purposes, they are the car. Uh, like it is an extension of their body and being. So you wouldn't need a mouth unless, do we think the mouth is part of the squishy bit or something to help the squishy bit i know we're a little off track here i think the eyes and the tongue are squishy bit okay and part of me is worried that that might be most of the squishy bit yeah that any given person is primarily eyes and tongue yeah and they've got organs in there because you would need something to move you would need a circulatory system so you would need something to pump the blood through that and you would need something to process food, so you'd need a stomach and uh, intestinal system to get rid of waste. Past that, yeah, you wouldn't... I mean, you've got a muscle, and it's your tongue. And I think mm-hmm. that's it. That's all you need. And you need and you got eyes. got a blink. Yeah. Well, I don't... Do they blink? I'm confident they blink, because they can close their eyes, because yeah. the guy who held his eyes open while running into a bunch of bugs... That was a good achievement for him. Yeah, but they got a windshield. So would they need to blink? I don't think they need to. I just know that they do it. Okay. I I know that they close their eyes, but hmm. Weird. Okay. Anyway. (laughs) Also, it's like a ton of muscles just to move your eyes. Yeah. So got got some musculature towards the front, but I don't Mm -hmm. think you need any anywhere else. Yeah. Weird. Sorry, that was a little off track. It's all good. So you'd need stuff to support those systems. I don't know Mm -hmm. what vitamins support those systems, quite frankly. Is that what the food industry really and truly is? Okay. Do we think that food only really exists because it's necessary for people to produce more squishy bit? To produce it, and I could see to maintain their own, because the food industry can't just exist for pregnancy and reproduction it seems too big for that even though we see very little of it you know okay so i i think a lot of it is to create new squishy bits for new beings but also normal cars need to eat something to maintain those systems that they have but much much less than we do i could certainly see it as like a fun thing to do like it's a a delicacy like a thing you do for recreation on account of he ate a bunch of wasabi that's true yeah uh like clearly they have the concept of ice cream and clearly they have sushi so we know that they have food that is uh for pleasure and also like food that provides sustenance speaking of sushi i think there are foods you're not supposed to eat when you're pregnant. Is sushi like one sushi. of them? Like sushi. Yeah. Shouldn't eat any fish and shouldn't eat any meat that isn't well cooked. Yeah, like deli meat. That, that's something I actually found out from y'all getting pregnant. I had no idea that pregnant folks aren't really supposed to eat deli meat. Yeah. 
she is uh, very upset about that. She misses turkey sandwiches. Turkey sandwiches are very good. She is right to miss them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. So, and uh, I did an activity recently that she is not allowed to do. And that is, of course, I drank alcohol. I did yeah. it. I did that. It was for my birthday. And it was nice. And go. if she had done it, that would have been bad. It would have been pretty bad. Anyway, what 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 would cars not be able to drink and eat and partake in? John, what do you think? Well, I feel like a car that is also a strange, squishy bit amalgamation monstrosity would probably be able to handle a lot more. Yeah. I feel like sushi probably okay. I feel like uh, deli meat probably okay. So what would be the things that you should be concerned about i think your type of fuel yeah i was gonna say heavy leaded fuels nope can't do it it's too much lead gotta get that unleaded can't have too much of a heavy metal in your diet which is why you can't have fish that and other reasons is there is diesel anything you think diesel is an issue now i feel like diesel generally would be considered healthier food yeah so i feel like people who are pregnant who want to like go through a diet that's much healthier for their child would probably consume a lot more diesel. Yeah. If not only diesel. And we have discussed that we think there's probably some equivalent to alcohol in this world. And I got to imagine that's the same since the whole point of alcohol is it slightly poisons you. Yep. Your body (laughs) reacts to being poisoned by getting silly. Yeah. It's the same as when your body is reacting to you not sleeping. Period. And they also recommend not doing too strenuous activities, yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. You need to stay relatively active, but at the same time, uh, like, don't lift anything heavy, period. Like, if you used to lift things heavy all the time, don't. Don't do it. That's dangerous. I'm not even speaking for the baby at this point. Because your body will be expanding and will be changing... It's dangerous, and it's going to pull on your sciatica a lot. Uh, A certain person I know has been experiencing a lot of specifically that kind of pain. Oof. That's no good. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially even when walking. Okay. Follow me down this train of thought. It's a dumb one. Do we think that if we go for the camper behind the car model of being pregnant, could they disconnect it temporarily to partake in these activities like strenuous exercise or eating or drinking these things and then reconnect once it's out of their system or would that be hugely bad well in a human being if you were to detach the umbilical cord temporarily sure i think that would significantly harm the baby that's that was my thought but i wanted to make sure we explored it Now, since this could essentially be a separate pod that's just like receiving some electrical signals from you, there's a much greater chance that it's okay in regards to specifically cars. I personally wouldn't want to risk it. No, yeah, it's like how we were talking about why risk it. But I'm wondering if maybe they could disconnect and connect it to someone else for a while seeing as what we're describing for the carrier for the for the camper model of pregnancy 
seems to be a pretty mechanical. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would imagine that that wouldn't work for the squishy bit. Yeah. Simply based on the whole, okay, there used to be a belief in a very old culture that in order to make a baby, a pregnant woman had to receive more and more of a certain specimen from the men of the village. And I did say men, not a man. What Mm. they wanted it to do was they thought that it was basically like Golem-esque in that it was just material being put together. So they thought that if you had the strongest man in the village, he could provide strength and the wisest could provide wisdom and charisma from the most charismatic. So any of the good qualities you wanted, you'd seek out people who had that and essentially all of those pieces would go into the same construction of a person. So if you could detach the piece with the baby inside of it and attach it to another car, theoretically that could happen. Fascinating. I don't I don't necessarily think that that is a thing or should be a thing in our model of it, but I I wanted to to explore it. I think probably if the camper camper model pregnancy is what we go with the camper has to stay connected to them at all times yeah i i would assume that simply because the creators of cars are gonna want to have something that has a semblance to how it works in our world yeah and the further we get away from that the less it is a mirror of our world and the more it is just oh this is what it would be like if cars had their own civilization and you could say that's the goal but realistically then we wouldn't have jay limo the talk show host yeah like that that's definitely a thing with cars you're absolutely right is it's not hey here are cars how would they have a society it's how can we fit cars how can we (laughs) as closely as possible beat a car society into the shape of a human society because if it was just, hey, how would cars have a society? We would have no podcast because they they, they wouldn't have to do all these things that make no sense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't have to worry about hands because their whole thing would be, oh, they just do things that wouldn't require hands. Yeah. You wouldn't have the guy who has all of the specific equipment that a person would use just happen to be using it as a forklift, I guess. Yeah. It would be, oh, look. You just drive into a room and it changes the color of your paint. Yeah. Yeah, that'd pretty much be it. Now, okay. At some point in the pregnancy, presents happen. Mm-hmm. So let, let me walk you through a hypothetical here. Let's let's go back to our metaphor of uh, Sally and Lightning are having a baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's go to their, their best friend, Mater. And one thing about Mater is, like, why, while it's much more public that he's best friends with Lightning, he's also super close to Sally, yeah? Like, both of them are, are like, maybe his two best friends in the world. Uh, but the thing is, Mater hasn't really been around that many people who have had babies, uh, and, like, he doesn't know what they've gotten for themselves already. Uh, and... And he's very, very, very excited for his two best friends to have a baby and expand their family and enter this new phase of their life. And he wants to support them. 
He just has no idea what to get them. So in this situation, what could I, I'm sorry, Mater, get (laughs) his two best friends for their baby? Well, it's important to remember that uh, his two best friends are, in fact, cars. So let's go with that angle of exploring the situation via cars. Yeah, Uh, yeah, A new baby car would probably need something like a good waxing. Sure, sure. Let's make sure in this metaphor to not have anything applicable to humans. Yes, of course, because they're cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Now, if they weren't cars and they were like, I don't know, people, Mm -hmm. I would say probably something that you'd think that people would have gotten them a lot of, but surprisingly, not that many people have gotten them. And that would probably be something like, well, something you would get a lot of people that we haven't gotten all that many of. Sure. Uh, as bottles. Okay, sure. We've gotten a lot of things. We've gotten a ton of diapers. Haven't gotten that many bottles. Sure, let me find a pen for no reason. Okay. And some paper. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> cool. Uh, and I'm just going to Google Cars-themed bottles for absolutely no reason. Of course, uh, because for, for the they're, they're cars, so they would need car-themed bottles. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Should specify baby bottles, I guess. Cool. Okay. Okay. Uh, now, uh, getting away from that, uh, what what should, what, should uh, what kind of baby stuff would Lightning and Sally need uh, for their baby car? Getting away from me shamelessly asking you what I should get you for your baby because I haven't yet and I feel like I should have, but I don't know, man. Uh, I feel like genuinely a baby is going to need things that are just like protective coatings for it because yeah. it's fresh. You want like an enamel coating. For, you want good paint job. You want to take care of it and you want to like make sure that the leather interior, which don't want to get into that, but that's my maybe a thing. Yeah. Uh, is uh, not going to decay or have any like over moisturized problems. Don't want any cracking from it not being moisturized enough. Mm-hmm. So like it's gonna be a lot of like oiling, wax, a protective layer, uh, things that are good for its tire feet, which mm-hmm. is interesting because in our world, that's something we have several of that we have been given socks and shoes for our baby who will not be using them i've always wondered about that yeah the baby don't walk yet baby don't walk yet like toddler shoes that makes sense they'll they'll toddle they'll need shoes baby baby don't baby don't shoes they (laughs) like it's really cute that's a, a thing in a how i met your mother episode is that they're like oh sock because baby suck real cute. They're very tiny. But like, if it's not for warmth, it's not for walking. So you could just get them like a potato sack because they're not going to use their feet because they're a baby baby. Yeah, but car, car would be on its tires pretty immediately. Mm-hmm. Car is going to be like deer. You're born and you start running. <laughs> yeah, at the very least, even if they're not too mobile yet, there's no good like way for a car to be that isn't on its wheels Mm -hmm. and how are you gonna carry it like i've got 
multiple options for how to carry my baby when he's here. Now, car, I guess you could put your baby on a horse. Yeah, I mean, throw it back in the camper, I guess, but that's a little weird. Yeah, throw it back in the incubation chamber. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that I like that. Um, strap it to top of car? That's nothing. Strap it to the top of you. Just, I guess, slowly push it. To just be <laughs> slowly running over your baby. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe I could see something like a baby what are they called bjorns baby bjorns uh where you strap them to the front of you yes i, I could believe see... we have two of those nice i could see something like that and i was joking about strapping it to the top of the car but where else could it go so i guess <laughs> i guess they could baby bjorn it to their to the top of them because the hood would restrict visibility quite a bit mm-hmm if you strap it to your hood, you're going to be looking at your baby as it poops its diaper. What's a diaper going to look like? Uh, yeah, we have we so many diapers. We have so many diapers. We actually have too many of one specific age group of diaper, and that is, funny enough, I believe, newborn. Hmm. Well, I mean, that's a good one to have a lot of, I'd say. Yep. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's just because when they're a newborn, they're growing so rapidly that they'll exit that age group the most quickly maybe ah uh, that makes sense yeah but yeah baby do poop a lot okay baby poop and pee and for a while it's not really poop or pee it in fact looks like a weird gunky oil hey there we go it's a nasty black fluid kinda so that's deeply upsetting to think about not even in regards to cars my baby's just gonna produce bile for a bit yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's gr it's gross, man. Yep, <laughs> babies do lots of poop, lots of pee. It's gross. <laughs> uh, now, car baby, car baby, gonna be bigger. Uh, Is it gonna be more poop? It's gonna be less poop. Well, they gotta be feeding it. They gotta be feeding it. <laughs> so there's yeah, a I chance in this universe that cars just don't poop. That cars, in fact produce oil as pee and then just something else that's another fluid as poop or i mean that's why i always go to exhaust for their poop hole because <laughs> like that's kind of what exhaust is is the bad stuff getting out of there exhaust is just farts yeah so maybe they just do farts instead of poops maybe they just fart instead of pooping but then where's the solids gonna go where do the solids go? This is a dumb podcast. Uh, I mean, it's possible that they just... What's the word for a solid going directly to a gas? Transmute? Something like... Let me let me look that up, because it's a fun word that I want Wait, to... Wait, oh, shoot. I do remember learning this word. Sublimate? Sublimate, yes. Maybe they sublimate all their food. Or all their food <laughs> okay. waste, I mean. Which is why they produce so much exhaust, because they're sublimating, which means that their uh, solid is expanding extremely rapidly. It's not good. It's not a good thing to do. There's a reason we don't sublimate our food waste. We would have explosive farts. 
yeah. it would be probably enough to achieve some significant amount of lift. Hey, there we go. Uh, maybe that's just what Rocket do. That's what Rocket do. Admittedly, that is what fuel does. It's a fluid that explodes and then is used to push forward. John, I was joking when they said that they sublimate their food, but I'm going to stick with it. They might sublimate their food, and which that means g- their muffler's far more important than you ever want to think about. Yeah, that gets me, and that gets much like how eggs gets me out of sex and birth. This gets me out of poop. And you, I'm always looking for those get out of poop free cards, you know? Absolutely. And uh, as I am legally obligated to do, sure. I have to point out this means that uh, this could, of course, mean that you give birth by vomiting up an egg and you poop by vomiting up poop. That's true. And you've pointed this out before. Uh, so here's where I get to it. I don't know what to call this fact of the day. Okay. It's very common while giving birth to poop. And it's not that uncommon to poop on your baby. (laughs) So having a world in which the car poop out the mouth as well as give birth out the mouth makes a bit of sense because... It's hard not to poop on your baby. Yeah, okay. I don't think they poop out of their mouth because I don't want to think that. And I think that's literally what I've said every time you've brought it up. Now, I do think that if they sublimate their food, that would mean that technically a burp is a poop. But better, somehow. (laughs) But better for Lucas. Better to think about, I guess. Yeah. And or easier to not think about, I guess. There we go. That's what I'm looking for. And they do burp. We've seen them burp. And maybe that was just a poop, but they don't mind it because it's a burp. And the exhaust is poop, but it's fine. But it's fine. But it's fine. But. Because that's where poop comes from. It's uh, <laughs> fine, but. It's a fine, but. There we go. Okay. So <laughs> it's a fine, but. Sure is. They sublimate everything they are highly efficient okay we've been on poop for a while i think there are two big things we haven't talked about in my thoughts you know more about pregnancy so you maybe will be able to fill in some more but for me they are the process of giving birth and breastfeeding okay which Which one do you want me to talk about first uh, dealer's choice man you go right ahead Fortunately, uh, I don't have experience with uh, giving birth Yeah. on account of he's not due yet. So I don't know what that's going to be like experience wise. Sure. Uh, I am very scared and I'm going to be there. Good for you, and uh, well, the scary things come from uh, it's a person being pushed out of a person. Yeah. There's a lot of expansion that has to happen. A lot of things uh, could go wrong. Uh, I I don't know what a car having a cesarean section would be like. But if we've got a little trailer behind, that is a lot less scary to me. Uh, It just kind of opened the door, yeah? (laughs) Come on up. Basically, 
you go in when your water breaks or if you're getting artificially induced and uh, they wait until you dilate a certain amount. Yeah. Which already cars don't dilate. Yeah. <laughs> you got to have enough expansion, enough of your body relaxing itself while also forcing itself to push and expand so that a small tube can become a much larger tube so that a body can go through it. And it's not necessarily so a body can go through it. It's more so so a head can go through it. The body is just a plus. Yeah. Um, that will result in uh, sometimes waiting a quite large amount of time so that someone will have dilated enough uh pushing is a very important component sure and that involves muscles that you typically wouldn't use and yeah and all of these things are really hard to think about in regards to cars yeah yeah (laughs) they are uh car dilate what is that you've already touched on what was going to be my theory which is come right out the mouth. If I'm not going to get it for eggs, I might as well go for the birth process because I don't know where else could it come out of. It's time for a okay point out from Liz of the day. Got it. I was told not to forget about the seven degrees of tearing. <laughs> That's a horrifying term. Oh no. Okay. Do you want to hear? About the seven degrees of tearing? I mean, yes. Yes, I do. Okay, here we go. So, when you're expanding, your vagina will tear. Yeah. Uh, a, A tear around specifically just the vaginal area will typically heal in a few weeks. Cool. Okay. So basically the degrees of vaginal tearing are how far it tears. And you may be wondering, what do you mean how far? Well, you see, there are more than one hole. There is the the vaginal area, and then there's the sphincter. Yeah. Or the anus. Sure. Uh, technically, we have a lot of sphincters, and a lot of people refer to the anus as a sphincter, but... A sphincter is just a type of muscle. Okay. Okay. So I'm doing well so far. <laughs> you can get to a point where your vagina will tear all the way to your anus. Okay. Okay. Uh, yep. If your body doesn't naturally do that and needs to do that, you can have something called an episiotomy. So a doctor will cut you right uh, from stern to stem, straight through, and will allow the baby to come out. And I have to be there for it. Yeah. She has to be it. <laughs> she has, it has to happen to her. I, we're focusing a lot on your experience in this. In which, Yep. We're uh, focusing on the fact that I am going to be there and not focusing on the fact that uh, this is going to be an excruciating experience that hopefully won't last uh, multiple days, but easily could uh, and will be happening and it will be severely traumatic to both my baby and my wife. Hmm. It will just make me emotional. <laughs> yeah. That is all. It'll just be sort of scary. 
<laughs> it'll just be unpleasant <laughs> rather than excruciating and uh, soul-rending, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but for cars, I imagine it's not that bad. We've, again, all we've talked about is how squishy, how squishy it's they are. Real squishy. And let's face it, let's just talk about it. They're kids' films. Yeah. They're kids' films. They're not They're not going to make it that traumatic. They're not going to show you a woman going through 70 hours of labor, pushing and being torn asunder. It's just, it's not going to be great to look at, but the squishy bitch just going to sort of slide out their mouth. Yep. It's squishy. And it's going to go into the car body that they've chosen. Be a bloop. There's even a chance. Yeah. There's even a chance that you have the baby in the little carrying chamber, and that carrying chamber just slowly becomes a car body. Ooh, I like that better than what we've been saying. Because, uh, I don't know, it makes more sense. It does. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, I think that works pretty well, actually. It's just, they just sort of grow it externally, sort of, but it still puts a strain on them. Mm-hmm. I don't know, or again, they just vomit a, uh, <laughs> they just vomit a baby squishy bit into a car body, and both now, are better. Let's be a than... little bit more mean. Yeah, go for it. Let's be a little bit more mean. This is Disney Pixar, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a major corporation. And what do major corporations do? Uh, treat women poorly. True. So, what's one thing they're likely to do if they ever explore pregnancy and childbirth in a Cars movie? Treat it as much less than it is. There's a chance that it's going to be like, oh, had a baby. Yeah, I mean, that's what we've been describing. (laughs) Yeah, but like, I would imagine that they would have like some scene where it's like a woman screaming going into the hospital and like experiencing a significant amount of discomfort and pain and aggravation. But then I thought, no, there's every chance that they'll treat it as Oh, it was no, it was super easy, barely an inconvenience. Yeah, I can't imagine they'd be great to folks who can get pregnant. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think they vomit out the squishy bit into the car, but I like the 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 camper becoming the car body around around it also. It could even be a weird situation where for some reason they decide we're not going to make it like people do. We're just gonna go with uh, sea seahorse. Yeah, yeah. That's the woman good. barfs it up into the camper, which the man carries around until it becomes a body. That could absolutely be it. And I don't necessarily know that we want to introduce some aspect of the pain of childbirth, but if we did, I could see both versions having some amount of pain. The vomiting of it less about it traveling through you and more about as we described for this version of it the squishy bit grows inside you and creates a lot of pressure on the inside of the car and just the release of that after like nine months would be pretty wild on your body i would say Mm -hmm. and maybe for the camper the camper is a bit harder but maybe just disconnecting that connection is wildly painful. <laughs> and maybe. that's how we make it more like 
humans. <laughs> now, I will say one other aspect of pain comes from the fact that the baby at any point can and will just like punch you on the inside. Yeah. As my boy does quite a bit. Mm. He also likes to move a lot and like in very noticeable ways. <laughs> Fun stuff. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, you don't have to be the end of the episode. <laughs> sure. Okay, cool. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We got a little wet and wild there at the end, so thanks for sticking through it to the end. If you want to send us something to talk about, you can do so at our email, which is thekachat at gmail.com, or on Twitter, which is at thekachat. You can also just follow us there. Uh, we need suggestions for all kinds of things, like episode ideas mostly. So not all kinds of things, but we've got a lot of different kinds of episodes. So if you've got a favorite little mini series that we do and you've got an idea for it, send it our way and maybe we'll do it. Also, as I said last episode, because if you didn't notice, John's having a baby, uh, we are going to be doing some guest hosts soon while John is on paternity leave. So if you know me or John in real life and are interested in being on the podcast, or if you uh, have your own sort of podcast or show or something and you'd like to cross promote by being on our show uh send us an email or if you know me in real life give me a text and we'll talk about what you can do and now john says some other stuff that's also outro type things thank you for listening remember to like comment and subscribe and tell anyone and everyone you think might be just the least bit interested in this is very strange kooky crazy little podcast and I do want to, right before we get out here, Lizzie, uh, John's pregnant wife, did text me in the middle of this and say, I'm crying laughing, y'all chose a terrible topic. So our first review of this episode is in. And uh, there we go. It was while John was describing the tearing, so understandable. Uh, <laughs> with that said, uh, until next week, don't forget to float like a Cadillac. And sting like a beamer. <laughs> <laughs>